quit. I quit the podcast. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't shift your way. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello, and welcome to March Bradness. I'm Sarah. I'm Hannah, and this is the world's only March Madness-style Brad Pitt-themed podcast, where we're pitting everyone of Brad Pitt's movies against one another in a quest to find the ultimate Brad. Uh, it's not a spoiler-free podcast, so if you have not seen these two movies, stop, go watch them. We have two copies of The Big Short, so we can send you one if you really want. First come, first serve. <laughs> um, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or something. I don't know. Uh, and then also watch Happy Feet 2 again. Mm-hmm. Or don't. I don't really, I won't judge you if you don't watch it again. Um, we watched these mm-hmm. quite recently. Mm-hmm. Is uh, you know, it was much better than expected. Oh, absolutely. I had a great time with this pitting. Definitely. There's, I learned a lot. I learned a lot I, about myself. I'm going to go ahead and say this is my favorite pitting so far in that, like, I genuinely enjoyed watching the movies. Nice. Yeah. Um, should we talk about The Big Short first? Yeah. Um, so The Big Short is a movie, and it's about the 2008 housing financial crisis. And I think it was originally going to be a documentary, but then they were like, that would be boring. Remember an inconvenient truth? Nobody wants to fucking watch that. So they turned it into a snazzy, cool, modern, Wolf of Wall Street-esque uh, movie about the banking, the 2008 financial crisis and lots the of collapse breaking, of the housing market. Lots of breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, tons of it. Um, Christian Bale plays uh, the first guy who sort of sees what's happening, which is ironic because he has a glass eye <laughs> and also is a medical doctor, which I thought was really funny, uh, but also just a true fact about a real person. Um, but he what? He was a medical doctor. Like he was a doctor? Like a doctor doctor, yeah. Oh. So that's why they kept calling it. And on his desk, it's a doctor, whatever. And oh. He was, just like, he was like not like a financial person at all, which is probably how he saw what was going to happen. Right. Because he wasn't thinking about banking. He was thinking about numbers. Right. Dun, 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 dun. Um, basically, it follows a group of people who all figured out that the 2008 financial crisis was an inevitability based off of how these mortgages were packaged and distributed and sold off to other banks. Um, And instead of doing something about it and being like, hey, this will collapse the global economy and it's kind of fucked up and everyone should go to jail for it because they're all scamming people and just trading off of fake money that's going to combust, they make millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Uh, Why? Because capitalism. Except for Brad. Brad doesn't make a penny off of this. He's a good person. He's a good man. Um, yeah, Brad Pitt plays this guy who two tiny baby hedge bros used to live next to, um, who plays sort of like a hippie college professor type role in their lives, teaching them how to do it. He's a retired banker. Uh, he's telling them to just invest in land and start gardening, living off the land and stuff. Um, and then he helps them get to a point where they're able to trade against these mortgages or whatever. Basically, like, loans them a lot of money. Yeah, pretty much. They explain everything in, in fun, fazzy, snazzy things. So, like, Margot Robbie explains what loans are 
like what types of what the various credentials of loans are and then anthony bourdain may he rest in peace uh explains how like they repackage like the shitty loans and mm-hmm. stuff like that as and then uh selena gomez and some uh-huh. professor guy explain some guy who's not famous to me so it doesn't <laughs> matter uh explain like how people are basically betting on like betting on people betting on people on betting yeah things and it was just like it's so crazy they do an awesome job i was fully expecting to be like bored senseless by this movie because mm-hmm. i don't understand economics whatsoever but they really really break down like even i'm gonna i guess like maybe simple i feel like a different movie would have made the mistake of assuming that the audience knew more than it did mm-hmm. but they broke down even like i would i want to say simple concepts but i didn't know them at all so yeah. like they're not simple concepts i don't right. know they broke down every step of it definitely so you were never confused which was awesome steve carell is in it doing really 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 hard to not play michael scott but kind of just playing <laughs> still michael scott. comes across as michael scott uh ryan gosling is in it but they make him an uggo uh, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt also, also making a go. And I stand by my review that this movie should have been nominated for Best Makeup. Yes, for it was Brad so Pitt subtle. Like a normal dude. They like chunked up his face. He had a beard. He just looked a lot squarer than normal. Yeah. Christian Bale looked like totally normal and different. His glass eye looked really glassy. Yeah, it was crazy. It was nuts. They did a great job. Good job, everyone. everyone. in this movie simultaneously was handsome and not handsome at all. <laughs> they just looked really normal and bland and washed out by fluorescent lights. Yeah, it was crazy. Really good. Golf clap for the makeup team. If you do things right, people won't know you've done anything at all. It's true. You but we know because you made Brad Pitt look like an uggo. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Do you want to go through our scorecard? Yeah. Do you want to talk about the movie at all a little bit? Like what we liked, what we didn't like? Um. Cool cool stuff that happened or you just want to go straight into the good stuff? The meat of the pad. I liked it. <laughs> I feel like we kind of talked about like okay. it made made boring stuff interesting. Yeah. Um, I would really recommend it. Especially like, I don't know, I didn't understand the housing crisis and like was, you know bopping around in high school when that was happening so we didn't really care so it was like nice to have that explained and yeah. also terrifying yeah like are we gonna crash again yeah yes but I, when and at how the, at the end they do the thing which is my favorite part of movies based off of true stories where they like talk about what the people are doing now and then there's a part where they talk about how banks are basically um selling the same shit that they were doing yeah like under a different name and everyone's like it's the same thing yeah like they're offloading billions of dollars like right now and we don't know why Ah! one of the dudes christian bale's doctor man only invests in water now yeah that's so fucking scary water oh my god i'm getting shivers spider shivers goosebumps spider shivers but there's not a spider in the room God. No, it's a re- I re- highly recommend this movie. It's like Wolf of Wall Street, but not misogynistic. Although it is all men, which is really annoying. Yeah, it's a white dude movie. Yeah. I'm not even, you know, and that's... Put women in your movies. God damn it. It's so easy to do. I promise they were there. I promise they were involved. 
like you're telling me that there's no women that do anything women don't in, in this world like oh my god okay uh let's swap these scorecards big short big short big <laughs> short big <laughs> short big <laughs> short Mm, hmm. Interesting. Very. Interesting. Very. Very different. Okay. Um, so you gave this a whopping five on commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wrap it blended so much into this role and not even like due to the makeup. And I think this is like such an interesting and like poignant and like powerful example of Brad Pitt, the character actor, Mm -hmm. as opposed to Brad Pitt, the leading man. Um, And I think that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't flashy, like our previous, like previous Brad's, and he wasn't like really in the forefront. He was really playing that supporting character. Um, And he just like nailed it. I don't know. I think he just did just a phenomenal job um, holding it together. Because in something like this too, especially with like the makeup and stuff it's so it would be so easy to be like that's brad pitt right but i didn't have like a single outside of like oh shit that's brad outside of that it wasn't like a single moment of like that's brad pitt saying those things which is more than i can say about like a fair chunk of yeah he was just in it he was in it to service the film yeah not steal away the show yeah which i thought was really cool he gave it a three yeah i mean I think because of that blendability, like, he was doing the job of the movie. Like, he did do that very well. I guess, like, I felt like the performance didn't require a lot from him. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see any, like, highs or lows. Like, I guess, it, yeah, I don't know, because it, I just saw it as, like, a very average. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't see him, like, having to do anything that required a lot of, like, technical difficulty. He was just kind of playing a guy. So he was like, what's up? Right. Yeah. Right. I clearly do not agree. <laughs> you clearly do not. I, I think, I don't know. I just like, I think that's, it's just like, it gets into like that subtlety when you're doing something right. You're not going to, like, people aren't going to notice that you're doing something like you said. I feel yeah. like it really fell into that. Yeah. I was compelled by this <laughs> hippie Colorado Brad. Interesting. Uh, Panache, you did not care for him. <laughs> Who gave him a two? <laughs> you gave him a three. Yeah. In terms of, like... No finesse. I guess, like, for me, nothing about him made me want to know more about the character. And I feel like it it should have been an interesting character. Because Mm -hmm. you've got, like, a hippie who's disenfranchised with the system. And I guess I felt like I saw him as kind of like a cardboard cutout. Like, I didn't feel that coming through. Like, he did lecture the guys. He was like, you are profiting on it. But, like, I, I just feel like he didn't make me look up, you know? Like, I was just, like, not super compelled. Right, right, right. Like, I don't know. I feel like part of my struggle and, like, part of my... I felt that way about, like, all of the characters, though. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't feel like there was any sort of, like, nuanced backstory or, like, reason to, like, want to look deeper into any of the characters with the exception of, like, the stripper with five houses. Right. And, like, the guy who was like, I've been paying my rent. I don't know what my landlord's deal is. Like, and I think that was almost part of the point, was mm-hmm. it's, like, these people are all, like, bankers is the same. Right. <clears throat> but, like, he was different than the other ones, which is really interesting. Right. So, like, if he was kind of, like, a fringe guy, I guess, like, I wasn't convinced that he was fringe. 
Like, right. you know? Right. Having known a lot of those, like, hippie dudes <laughs> right. that are, like, rich hippies, like, right. I feel like there wasn't, like, I don't know. Right. I like wasn't. A connection to it? Yeah. Okay. I didn't feel the connection. I, I didn't feel convinced by him, I guess. Like, I didn't feel unconvinced, but, like, right. it's just, like, it didn't stand out to me like he was doing a good job but I wasn't like impressed I guess Mm -hmm. but I see what you're saying about blending into a movie and it is a weird movie like it's not a normal movie like following normal conventions so like he wouldn't want to be like hey look at me I'm a hippie (laughs) right I feel like I feel like I got like I feel like I was I was asking questions in myself like about that and like would I don't know I feel like it's it's interesting that they spent a lot of time on Steve Carell's like this is what makes you different background Uh and not any on Brad's but then at the same time it's like I don't know I almost feel like it's a perspective thing where it's like the kids don't give a shit yeah the kids he's helping out do not do not care at all yeah um, I really liked, he had a good line at, at the end of the movie where he was like, you guys wanted to be rich, now you're rich. I mentioned, I pulled that quote. In my, in my oh, game. well then let's move to category four, which is emotion. Yeah. You gave it a four. Yeah, you gave it a three. Mm-hmm. For someone who liked this movie, you seemed unimpressed with the Brad. I was very, I loved this movie. I was unimpressed by the Brad. That's fair. That's fair and valid. Um, yeah, I thought that his speech to the kids was just, like, very, like, hit me in my, in my little chest, mm-hmm. and also was just very, like, fuck you, tech bros. You have any idea what you just did? Come on, we just made the deal of our lifetimes. We should celebrate. You just bet against the American economy. Fuck yeah, we did. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Which means... Oh! Which means, if we're right, if we're right, people lose homes. People lose jobs. People lose retirement savings. People lose pensions. You know what I hate about fucking banking? It reduces people to numbers. Here's a number. Every 1% unemployment goes up. 40,000 people die. Did you know that? And this isn't just the U.S. you're talking about. You're talking Uh about the entire world. And, like, very much just, like, that anger to him, that, like, resigned anger, though, where it's just, like, this is going to happen, and it's, like... Yeah. Disappointment himself for being complicit in the system and stuff like that. Yeah. So just, like not really knowing why he went along with him. Yeah. Like that. that was interesting. Yeah. You're right. probably right. <laughs> I'm just kind of going with my gut on this movie, I guess, which is that, like, it was t- it was technically well done. Mm-hmm. But I think because of the the lack of, like, spark, you know what I mean? Right. It's hard because he's, like, surrounded by, like, I'm thinking a lot about how we follow Steve Carell, who's, like, as much as we're, like, he's just playing Michael Scott, like, is, like, a personality. Yeah. And then, obviously, like, Ryan Gosling's character is narrating the Uh film, and, like, he's got, like, a specific personality. And then Christian Bale's character with, like, his metal and, like, autistic tendencies and stuff like that. Like, Mm -hmm. those are all, like, much more distinct characters than Brad's character. Which I think is part of what impresses me so much about the subtleness, and I think makes sense with the subtleness, Mm -hmm. where it's, like, in order to show that he's different, there's, like, the subtlety and, like, the down-to-earthed, like, Mm -hmm. granola-ness to it compared to these, like, much more brighter, like, flashier. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's my thought. Yeah. Checks out. Uh, you did not say yes to his looks. You said uggo Brad. Uggo Brad. <laughs> he just looks like he's, he's uggo. I feel like I, I, I've seen 12 of him every time I've ever, 1,200 of them every time I've ever gone to Micro Center. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a mountain man. LEDs. He's a mountain man. A dad. He goes on Reddit. Mm-hmm. This is a Our Reddit. Peppers. Reddit Brad. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So you ended up with twelve. Yeah. yeah. Pretty solid score. You had eight. It's a little less solid. <laughs> it all depends on this. Happy feet too. Oh man. I quit. I quit the podcast. <laughs> not watching happy feet 2 again it's boring i don't like it what the fuck it's based off the brad not the movie it's not based on the movie and i here's where okay listener you already know what happened uh this is gonna be a very controversial episode oh my god i'm so close to just walking out i'm so I fucking hate Happy Feet 2. Um, I feel like it's got a lot of Bradness. I know. I feel like that Brad is dripping in Bradness. The big short, he's 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 doing good, but he's hidden. And that's not Bradness. Yeah. He's he's two character. Yeah. He's doing his job, but. He's doing really good at his job, but he's. He's not necessarily displaying Bradness. I hate this. <laughs> I hate this. He looks so mad. Fucking Will the Krill is gonna fucking win merch, Brad. It's gonna be Will the Krill versus Rusty. And we're gonna have to choose between the two. We're gonna have to choose between Will the Krill and Rusty. He's not gonna get that far. Jesus. It's like not even worth talking about. <laughs> so. Because then by the time we get to the fucking third round what is it gonna be talking about i'm gonna break this down for the listener in case anybody started backwards i don't know you um happy feet 2 sequel to happy feet 1 the dancing penguin movie um, straight propaganda <laughs> straight propaganda happy feet 2 is a terrible film it's technically bad the story is bad the cinematography is bad we realized on the second watching it is entirely crowd scenes. Like <laughs> And everything is centered. So it's like boring to look at. It's confu it's it is like it, it lost forty million dollars. It caused George Miller's animation studio to close down. <laughs> they were just like They were like, You you fucked up so bad. But nestled within this absolute shit storm of a movie one perfect brat, apparently. Is the story of Will and Bill the Krill, where Brad Pitt plays a Krill with uh, Matt, Damon. Matt Damon. Ex-friend of the show, Matt Damon. Ex-friend of the show, and it's hilarious. It's so good. That movie's great. It's amazing. <laughs> it's genuinely very funny. Um, And it just won. Brad's Which, having an existential crisis in it. Yeah, he's uh, he wants to not be a krill anymore, and he thinks he can rise to the top of the food chain. <laughs> and he rises to the top of 
Antarctica by singing Under Pressure. And then he saves all the penguins. Yeah, sort of. It was kind of a group effort. Um, I do feel a little guilty because your score actually, your score tipped um, the big short by one point. What do you mean? You scored 11 for Happy Feet 2 and 12 for the big short Mm. on account of um, emotion being lower. You gave him a five for commitment because you said he was the krill. He <laughs> was that fucking krill. You only gave him a four for commitment. Because, I mean. Because you haven't seen the video of him pretending to swim the whole time. I haven't. You're right. That would maybe bump me up. I, I guess We're I not going to show it to you because then it would be fucking 13. <laughs> you only gave it a three for panache even though you said fun in parentheses. <laughs> How is this a three for panache? I'm sorry. How is okay. this a three? So, I... Listen, <laughs> I'm going to cop to this second week in a row. Oh, my God, you were trying to throw it. You were trying to throw the racket. Just like in, just like in fucking Snatch. You were trying to throw the racket. But you also, <laughs> But also, I do get commitment and panache confused you, every you time. You really do. You, <laughs> you named the category. I don't know why. I get them confused every time. <laughs> oh my god. But I do. <laughs> you say fun in parentheses with a period at the end of it. Fun. fun. <laughs> you gave it a three for emotion, which is, I think, correct. You gave it a three as well. And then for looks, you said not a furry. Which, I don't even think that would make you a furry. Wait, a scaly? You'd be a scaly. <laughs> she threw up into the microphone. Uh, I think you'd be a furry because curl have, like, because all their little legs kind of turn into a fur on their bottom. They do have the little... Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I think that's just legs. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. What you was... gave it a twelve. Oh, thank God. Okay. So... You did not appreciate that subtlety of Brad with the big short. You did not appreciate that subtlety. You were like, I went to Evergreen State College, and this Brad Pitt is nothing special. He, I just feel like he didn't make me look up. Like maybe, I mean, this is definitely a watchy movie, and I was watching. I was really watching, but I was also doing homework, and like I was not compelled to look up when he was on screen, which is shocking because it's Brad Pitt. It's because he was an uggo. No, it's because he was just like flat, but he was doing his job. He was do it was it was good. It was technically good, and I I want to watch it again. Well, we can't. We have to watch <laughs> Happy Feet too. We own the Big Short two times, and we can only watch it once. I, you agree with me? I'm not crazy, right? No, you're not crazy. I like see where you're coming from. Um, he was a chameleon, and that you know, chameleon is not. And I'm thinking about how, like, even in a movie where he is playing a very untypical Brad role, I'm thinking about Fury, where he's very un... Like, there's none of the typical Bradness qualities, like humor or whatever. Right. But there's, like, such a a spark there. Mm -hmm. I just didn't see the spark. It wasn't sparking. Happy Feet 2 is the eureka of March Bradness. (laughs) Holy shit. Where it's like, at first you're like, yeah, this is fun and charming. And, and then, then you're, you're like, like, oh. Fuck this. 
And um, then you find out it's racist, because it is. <laughs> it is racist. Happy Feet 2 is racist. It's racist and bad, and it's going to the third round. I just feel bad about this in the pit of my stomach. I feel the same way as I did about Inglorious Bastards versus Ocean's Eleven. Even though I know in my heart of hearts that there's more Bradness in Ocean's Eleven, and I know in my heart of hearts that there's more Bradness in Will the Krill. I would backpedal. If you caught me in real life about this, I would backpedal so far, you would never see me. But here in the privacy of my own bedroom where I speak my heart of hearts, I feel ill. When you when you have to look at fucking Robin Williams' fucking centered penguin face, <laughs> you did this. I'm sorry. But as we say, it's not about the movie. It's, it's about, about the, the bread. And we've been saying from day one, it'd be really funny if Happy Feet Two made it stupid far. I did say and that. now we're sitting in our own shithole bucket. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> it feels bad, Scoop. I didn't want to be here. Not for real. That's how they felt about the financial crisis. <sighs> Should have seen it coming. Well, I hope you enjoyed this shakeup. It's truly a shakeup. I'm shocked. Were you not expecting this? No. I really liked the big shirt and I really liked the brand in it. As evidenced by, I thought it would, you know, I was like, I thought it would be like a tight race, but I thought, you know, it wasn't. Wasn't at all. I just feel like I have to carry so much on my shoulders because of this now. I feel like I, it's my fault. It's not. Nothing's your fault. It's Brad's fault. But you did cast the stone. <laughs> but you, you, you think this is right, right? Yeah. No. I. I. You know, numbers don't lie. Will Acryl is a very solid Brad. He's a. He's so fun. Fun man. Hannah's gonna murder me when I turn the microphones off. Can we see what Happy Feet 2 is going up against? Can I, is there some hope? Yeah, there's always hope. <laughs> In this cold dark world. We don't know what it's going up against. It's gonna be fucking Happy Feet 2 versus the Mexican! <laughs> <laughs> no! Time versus the Mexican Voyage of Time was not released. The DVD version is narrated by Kate Blanchett, and Brad Pitt was only viewable in the Omnimax theater. And I did email Omnimax to see if they would grace us like the Oscars did, and I did tell them, hey, FYI, the Oscars gave us a free pass, so um, you want to help some scholars out, and they didn't respond. Rude. So the Mexican automatically moves forward and there will be no episode on the Mexican versus the Voyage of Time. So I think we have to do an episode on the Mexican. On just the Mexican? Yeah, half an episode. Just to talk about it again? Yeah, everybody else gets a, sec- a refresh. Why can't the Mexican? We gotta know what we're getting into here. We gotta really, really feel the, the gravity <laughs> of our situation. The Mexican versus nothing. Where's the that? Mexican versus the idea that we're gonna have to watch this as compared to Happy Feet 2 next time. The Mexican versus... That's me! Such a real chance that Happy Feet 2 is going to go to the semifinals. I'm sick to my... I'm, listener, I am 
physically sick to my stomach. Because <laughs> it's Happy Feet 2 versus the Mexican. And then it's either across the track. It's going to be... Oh, no! That, that one is the next... The pair to that is e across the tracks versus either 12 Years a Slave or Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh. So it's going to be fucking Happy Feet 2 versus fucking across the tracks. <sighs> guys you know it's because we got a gemini and a capricorn here i really okay i for this i will say in happy feet too i really like the part where the humans are on the <laughs> the dock of the boat mm -hmm. even though they're wearing inappropriate clothing for being in fucking antarctica and the one guy does a cool guitar solo that's good it's pretty sick in the movie surrounding it um i like the little baby elephant seals his faces they're cute <laughs> Uh, basically, this movie, everything that involves a penguin, absolute, just steaming garbage <laughs> shit. Less, Awful. less penguins than Happy Feet, too. Have you considered? They could have cut out, like, 50,000 penguins and oh, still also, had too pink, many. Oh, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But it was because Brittany Murphy died, which is like, why didn't they just not, just not make Happy Feet, too? And make Will the Krill into a short film then we would be having a much better time. I wouldn't be sick to my stomach. <laughs> so what would be happening? Oh, God. Thanks, I, Large Hydron Collider. Oh, that's what's up. Simulation. Well, I hope everyone knows I won't be sleeping well tonight. <laughs> Get some acid reflux going on. The pasta's coming back. <laughs> Um, I will be thinking about what I've done, but... At least it's not the counselor. At least it's not the counselor. I appreciate that. Um, what are we doing next week? Are we the Mexican. Just the Mexican? Just the Mexican. Okay. Well, join us the week after next for Just the Mexican. <laughs> for, maybe we'll talk about some other stuff. Maybe we'll catch up on our Brad gossip. Oh, that would be good. Just do a load of gossip. Yeah, like, here, let's talk about all of the rumors that have happened since the last Brad Rap. Yeah. Uh, we're really I miss Brad Rap. Me too. And then we only have one more after that. Damn, we're closing out the season of 12 Years of Slave. <laughs> Thank you for sticking with Thank us. Thank you for listening. Don't yell at me. <laughs> Follow us. On Facebook, March Bradness. Twitter, March Bradness. Instagram, March Dot Bradness. Um, this podcast is is controversial. Listen, we're here to shock. Every week we come in here with shockers, and if you can't handle it, you can go home. Uh, like life is full of surprises, and come see us again for Christian Bale Christ Christmas. <laughs> Where Big Short gets another chance. It goes up against the dark night. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> I love you. It'll be okay. It'll be good. This is far from the worst thing happening in this world. That's true. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>